Welcome to the Josh and Blake Late Night Show with your hosts, Josh and Blake. Everybody Hello. to episode seven. Guess who we've got here? Ish of uh, the, he's a big name in the, the Josh and Blake late night show. Um, let's do it. Let's do an intro and then um, cool. Uh, in the studio. In the studio tonight. Guess who we have? I'll 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 name some things. I'll name some of the things he's done. I'll name some of the things he's done, and you have to guess oh, okay, it, cool. or maybe the audience at home will. So righto. So uh, Harry, could they, you tell us some of the things you've done? I can't. I don't know. They gotta know. Hang on. Can we? Uh, is this serious? Or are we gonna start again? No. no, no, no this is no, no, this no. is how point, we do this. This is the real podcast. This is, podcast. This is can can hell. Listen to a podcast. I, no, not really. I chose, I decided you not. Said why you we, did. Why no, I have. Why do we keep inviting people on this podcast who have never listened to our podcast? Yeah, that's that's not our best move, is it? Mark Mark said he would listen to the one he was in. All right, we're already doing callbacks to past episodes. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry to viewers. That one hasn't even come out. Okay, look. Know about it. Okay, here's a little PSA here at. To Jablins. To Jablins. Um, we've decided that we need to have some more form. We need to we need to approach this with a with a prepared mindset, with a prepared yep. schedule. For you sound what we're like going my Pilates do. teacher. <laughs> with a prepared stretch for a for, for for the groin. Do you know what? I don't know if that's what Pilates is. I honestly uh, don't know. Have you not. done Pilates? It's just a really nice word. No, I don't even know what they are. I've done. Is it like some yoga? guided meditation? Uh, it's like halfway between yoga and meditation, right? And I thought it was more like an aerobics thing, but it was less quick. So it was like you're doing you're doing aerobics, but you're doing them slowly. But I don't know if that's how. I don't really so know what aerobics are. Either. No, but that's yoga. Aerobics would have like, to do with air, like. In like you the, breathe. In, <laughs> aerobics is where you breathe. It's where you get air into the body yeah. through through cardiovascular, um, kind of. Look at you. Look, I'm not very. Anyway, anyway Harry Perrault is our guest. <laughs> yeah, so I'm it's Harry. Uh, this is Harry. Um, Harry, please uh, introduce yourself to the viewers who don't know you. Tell us, viewers, listeners, tell us why you're here. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, tell us how you know us. Um, and just a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, I'm Harrison Pross. Uh, I'm born and bred in Toowoomba. I've just turned eighteen. Um, I do a lot of theatre and a lot of music and that kind of thing. The kind of arty farty stuff. I'm sorry. Did you say you've turned eighteen? I did just turn eighteen. Okay, yes. continue. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the way that I met Josh and Blake uh, was, I believe, uh, well, I met Blake first, just just ever so slightly first. I met him in the start of last year. Um, mm-hmm. We did some drama classes together at the Empire Theatre. Then I met Josh Rognati through a thing called The Impact Ensemble, which Blake, Josh and I all did together. Uh, we were a large portion of the men in that show, um, if you could call us that. Uh, and we've been acquaintances ever since. Yeah. See, I, okay, I've got a problem. Mm. I've got a problem. Did you just hear that? We just got shot down. Yeah, look. You're acquaintance. That's fair like that. enough, because um, as far as I recall, even though Harry's only known you for a little bit longer mm. than he's known me, mm. um, I remember seeing, like, there's been at least two posts on Blake's wall that have been, like, <laughs> super nice, yeah. like, Blake is the best yeah. person ever, I love Blake, posts like that. And I've never seen one of those on this my is, This is such an opportunity to bring this up. He's mentioned to this to me a few times. Okay. Usually well, with a pitchfork in his hand. Here's the thing, Josh. And let me let me say, let me talk this all out. So yes, right, in the okay. past, two, on two different Diplomacy. occasions, I posted a photo. The first time it was just a photo of Blake. It was not very long after I'd met him, maybe a couple months. Um, and I posted a photo on my Instagram saying that I love. And I was flying through the air. I, yeah, and he was flying through the air, and it was very lovely. It was, it was on a very, Facebook. It was a well. joyful photo, and it was yes on Facebook as well. But I posted it just saying Sweet. Blake Hohenhouse is a really lovely person because he is. He's just a really, really kind of joyous person, and he brings a lot of light into my life. Second You're time I did it, it was a photo of the two of us together. We'd just taken some time. I found it on my phone, and I thought, oh, I should put this online. The caption then just said something like, "This is one of my best friends of the world because he is." Um, the reason that I did this for Blake, um, and I have not yet done this for you, Josh, is that Blake is a massive gay boy. <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot. <laughs> and I'm far more comfortable as a bit of a gay boy myself talking about my emotions and my feelings with Blake. Blake's one of the most mm. sensitive people I know, mm-hmm. uh, for better or for worse. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Josh, you are mm. what we some people would call a hard ass, <laughs> and you, I don't think I've ever said a kind word to you in my life. Not f- for a one, not for a lack of kind words about you. It's just that I would prefer not to say anything to your face at any point for the rest of my life. I'll say it to other people. Blake knows that I love you and I talk about you a lot, but. The thing is, you know, Blake maybe doesn't remember that, but that's all right. Um, but here's the thing: is that is that I wouldn't post it online just because I know um, that if you saw that, you would probably vomit in your mouth and ring me saying uh, you've changed, you big old gaybo, um, and I just don't think I can handle that kind of abuse from you. It was quite a nice answer. Yeah, that was a bit of a... Yeah, <clears throat> that was a very... That was a very, well-structured... Very How involved. did you not pass that uni course with a with an essay like that? Now, <laughs> Wait, we can bleep that out. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Do you want us to bleep something out? Here at Jablons, we we go for the the truth. We go for we what don't I, we don't would, mess around. What I would really if you ever like, want something bleeped out, please tell me because I'll forget. And when I listen, I hear it and go cool. What I would really like is if we were to start this whole thing again. I'm not comfortable with my own performance, um, as I never am in the bedroom. Uh, but besides oh, that, I get it. We're in a bedroom. That <laughs> this is why the Dickwits uh, is the best group. Who are they? In the, who no. are they? Tell me about the Dickwits. Oh, okay. Josh. No, I wanted to make a comment. This first. is such a mess. So no, that's <laughs> you, the you haven't listened to anything else. So <laughs> I wanted to make a comment first. Um, we, so oh, there's other look, things that we should talk. I'm about kind of forgetting what I was going to say. Can no, we can actually? We... No. Okay. Pause. What? We'll cut this out in post. Okay. Do we actually start again? No. No. This why? has been a Genuinely. very. We don't. This is how it goes every time. It? I don't know. It's just been very... Steer it on course. There is nothing I can do as a guest. No, yeah, I know. What do you mean there's nothing you can do as a guest? You have a I feel like I talked it? about Josh being a hard-ass too much. No, the whole really thing is, is this is... No, it's okay. This is taking a serious tone, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> the, the way that this works... <laughs> Let's keep this in, actually. Keep the struggle. The, keep the, the struggle. way that this works is we kind of... um. Oh, yeah, here's Blake. Taking a taking a photo. This is for those uh, visually impaired viewers out there um, that can't really see what's going on. Um, b- b- why'd you take a selfie? Uh, to put it on my Snapchat story. Okay. I wanted to say about the thing is, have you never seen any of my posts about Blake on Facebook? I make so many posts yeah. that would definitely make pe- people question my sexuality. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure my family would. I'm sure oh, everyone would. Well, look, I saw the one that you posted a, uh, just a week ago or mm. something like that. The one very, very recently. So you've had a good week and that, no, to but give here's me the a thing. nice post. Honestly, Josh, <laughs> honestly, that actually surprised me when I saw that. Really? What? So you've always had this idea of me being... Why do you have no, this not, not, not... Bit of a tough... No. But I saw your... <laughs> you dickhead. I oh, yeah, saw C's your... get bleeped. I know they do. And uh, I'm going to say that a bunch just so the Blake has to bleep them all out. Yay! Um, but... I'm not going to say good one. That was ironic. That was ironic. I've only ever said the C word once on the internet. And really? It, and it got cut off. It was the end of a Dick, Swit, Dick Wit sketch. Anyway. Dick um, Dick Switz. So the thing, about, the thing about that post was that I saw it and I was thinking, I wouldn't expect that kind of... It was it was it was really a very sweet post. Mm. That was the thing. It wasn't just like love this guy here. It was a full kind of paragraph of you really getting down into your into the the affection the that depth you have of for, my loins. for Blake, which is not something that even even amongst my kind of friends I would very rarely see um, between two dudes. Mm. And that was actually something that really really surprised. That's me. interesting. That's, that's why the chemistry of the Josh Blake <clears throat> late night show is so mm. pure, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Thank you for being with us all this time. It's because we love um, each other. And oh, also, that wasn't as good of a burp as I wanted. I to would be. like to say that I won't be doing the Josh and Blake late night show anymore because oh. I I very much um, Have you folded? I've fallen out. I've had a falling out with oh, Blake. So no. the chemistry isn't there anymore and that's that's why. We were a little um, bit, we, no. were, we were a little bit yelly. Yet. All right, but, it's actually, time. Can it's I time. please say? Can I please say though? Yeah. Um, with that, I never actually think about the fact that people like it's still that thing that dudes can't open up to like other dudes and and like yeah. express emotion and things like that. I genuinely yeah, didn't I think about how that post would be received at all. Yeah, I, no, it was just what I wanted me to say. Me neither. I was like, whoa, that's a nice thing from a friend. I wasn't like, but oh. also I didn't oh, think. I also didn't think that I came off as someone who, and like, th- like this is fair enough. Like I realized that, like that's a thing, but I didn't realize that I come off as someone who might be a bit of a someone who doesn't like to talk about emotions as mm. much. Mm. Well, yeah, no, it's, I mean, and that's the thing is that I think from any from anyone, 
from any male friend of mine that would, mm. that even that you know the, the sweetest of people even Blake you know um, who probably is one of the most emotionally mature and, and um, open people I know you're beautiful well that's kind but sorry I'll just correct you there he's, Blake is a fag is what he's saying <laughs> <He's, laughs> does he's, that get there? he's a big butt much I don't know do we say I don't know I don't think we've no I've never we, we've said it before no we've said it before okay well that's alright then we're allowed to we're allowed to can we reclaim that? We're not really. <laughs> I have a, so I have a, I have a, I have a game for us just to to give oh, us a little bit. Okay, of yeah, something nice. interesting to. Wait, bit can of, I do a thing? I like it when guests try and dictate yeah, actually, things. No, yeah, here. no, you should. <laughs> but I just wanted to do a quick like, just run through of your um your um, accolades. Accolades, yeah. Um, oh, look, I'd so, be right. Um, what was that. no? What was that thing that you said that you said about Josh the other week? Something about how he does everything that you... Oh, so... Well, oh, wow. I, sent I got Josh that message. Very I was like, late at night, go. I sent Josh a message. He and I tend to send each other voice memos when mm. we talk. Um, just because <laughs> we like hearing each other's voices. I love um, it. And it is, um, I sent a message saying, uh, essentially... And you don't need to know much about me to know uh, how this goes. But um, essentially, a while ago, I started a, a comedy group with two other friends. Um, and we, only, we made a few sketches. We've been a pretty dormant group for a while now. But um, we also, name, myself and one name. of the other ones, it's called the Dickwits. Um, and then myself and my friend Chris, who was another member of the Dickwits, uh, we're very, very good friends. We started a uh, a podcast called The Maybe Pop. So the thing is, after both of these occurrences, Josh Rognoni has come out of the woodwork with some new project that just so happens to really align with the, the stylings and the, the format of these particular projects. So a, a while after I came out with the Dickwits, quite a while after, maybe a year after the Dickwits formed, uh, Josh Rognoni, along with three other gentlemen, uh, created a group called the Boyos Shindig. It just kind of came into existence, um, which I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast knows of the Boyos Shindig. Um, and uh, then a little bit later on, Chris and myself created the Maybe Pile. A while after that, out came the Josh and Blake Late, Josh and Blake Late Night Show. And um, what I found really interesting about that was that both of these occurrences, it just so happened that Josh did a better job than I ever could have. Which... Isn't so much, it's not so much a problem for me that he's copying me. It's more a problem that he's shitting ever over everything I do. <laughs> not intentionally. It's just that everything he does shines like crazy and, and I really enjoy and is in pretty much everything that I've ever wanted to create. Except I haven't been able to and he's done it. Um, but after me, which is just like a thorn in the side. So, um, Josh, I, I guess the, the point that I'm trying to make is fuck you. <laughs> I, and, uh, defeat. See, a I really, hard I really pill liked, I really liked, um, I, to be honest, I didn't listen to all of the Maybe Pile episodes. I think oh, many of four up. That's right. I, uh, I was. I think, like, I really enjoyed the first one, genuinely. Uh, and <laughs> same with the Dickwits. I, there's a, there's a video. Uh, that you guys did where you're just sitting in the garage and all of a sudden a broom comes out of nowhere. Yeah. That was I my mean, favourite. The broom isn't really the star of that video. The, the star of that video is the garage door that takes about 30 seconds to open. Yeah. And is the entire crux of the joke. Yeah. But, really? I'm glad you remembered the broom. Oh, I just loved it. <laughs> I laughed very loudly. And then I watched other stuff and I was like, eh. yeah. I like, <laughs> no, I like the one before it had the weird edits on it. The zooming out. For comedy mm. or something, I thought that was pretty good. Mm. But look, I've got a You're confession gonna have to, to make. That out. You're, we're going to have to bloop out a lot of this stuff because what? Chris will probably take it personally. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't. Right. Look, well, I've just got to say, I'm that this is a confession. Confession for all the audience. Um, I have indeed been stalking Harry Perroz for the past two years of my life. Before I actually, in fact, knew him, I knew him. And I think I, that's a story with most people in the Harry Perroz. So, like this is, what I would do... This is Harrison Perroz. When I found out that gentlemen. Harry was doing a video thing with his friend, I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I gotta do, I gotta do a better video thing. I gotta so, do that and, then, and kick Blake out. And then, and then, <laughs> and then I found out he was doing a podcast. And I was like, you know what? I also I gotta, need to do a I podcast. Wait until but, Blake gives me the but idea. More that, when, but more than that, but more than that, look. Can I say? Actually, what? I think, can I just I be think, honest? I'm here? sorry. Can I, I be honest for me. a second? Can I please be honest for a second? When I found out that Harry was fingering his own father, <laughs> I had to take it a step further. Here's the problem, right? Here's the problem with this whole segment is that I started it by saying that your projects are better than mine and and now I remember that my projects are connected to other people who mm. probably won't appreciate that comment very much that's okay that I think thing. this whole segment's gotta go no, I'm sorry he won't it had some good moments but I... it, it could have been sarcastic I don't know I, but I, look I, well, I and we're back it. um so <clears throat> basically so guys <laughs> nothing so happened. guys I've got a game um so this game I think as, as we were just talking about sensitivity and talking about we just about, lost like 7 minutes I don't give a I'd fuck like to, I'd like to talk about how um just before you <laughs> can we please start again um, just before 
Please no, stop before you the do whole your thing again. No, no. Yes, whole thing yes I want to start the whole thing it's again. It's not going to happen. And none of this has worked so far. It's not far. the way it runs. That's not so the way what, it runs. So what do you want to happen? What do you want? What do you want from this? No, We're digging I, ourselves no, a hole. Hold if the podcast. No, hold the podcast. If we no, just everyone, start. Hold the podcast. Harry, what do you want from this experience? If we mate? just... If we start again... <laughs> All this funny content will None be gone. Oh man, there was about two funny moments. One of them was when I called Gabe. Gabe, no, I can't even say words now. Um, I think the you thing is, if we question. start this podcast this, and Harry? we go on the same train and just keep it a little bit, now that we've had this discussion once already, we can kind of have it with a little bit more look, refinement. Refinement. Look, I've Instead got of to literally say, just shouting into a microphone, I don't think much no, of this is going to be usable. I've got to say that. Have you ever listened? Yeah, I have. Okay. I've got to say that basically. What we do here on the Josh and Blake Late Night Show is very similar to what we've just done with you. I'm glad you've come everything I've said, Everything I've said in this so far has been just me being a bit of a dick. Look, uh, you I might be a bit disagree. of a dick, but that's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't even mean to. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just self... I'm just it's okay. It's, it's okay. not like this is going out to the entire online no. audience. It's not like we have listeners from Thailand. It's, you do have a few yeah, listeners from Thailand, yeah. <laughs> I heard that. Um, no, I like Harry, having Harry on board. And no, I would like to start because again. I like Harry so much, and having him on board, really I'd would, like to I hear really this wish, game. I really I'd like wish to he hear the game. Keep this going is a bit. I'm like, not making it a bit. I'd like to, to hear the game. I feel yeah, like, I'll do the game. Do you actually want to start will, again? If we have if we have the same conversation, let's start again. The audience will enjoy this suffering. I feel. I don't think they will. I think they've clicked off a long time ago. If we put all of this in, oh look, people will listen to. We got If we're going to talk about me and we're going to talk about niche stuff, I think that was where we went wrong. Was that we started with talking about me? We didn't because if we start that way, immediately everyone switches off because it's just talking about things. You know what? I'm going to make the exact. No, no, no. Welcome to the Josh and Blake Late Night Show with your hosts, Josh and Blake. Hello. Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to episode um, <laughs> 7.6. Did, did um, you know that Harry's made posts about. And then. Stop <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> Welcome to the Josh and Blake I'm, I'm taking... Show. I'm your host, Harrison Feroz. Um so just to fill you guys in super difficultly, um so that there's that we're to being completely transparent here. Uh, um Josh, Blake and I just tried to record uh, a, a podcast. podcast um because I'm a big fan of these guys. I really appreciate what they've been doing. Uh, with the podcast. This is Harrison Perez, everybody. Hi, Harrison Perez. You saw my name in the title. You know why I'm here. But um, the thing was that uh, we recorded 15 minutes of this podcast and just every five, every two minutes I had another moment where I was like, none of this is usable. None of this is relatable. All of this is just me making very personal jokes um, that no one else is going to understand. Or I'm just being a dick. I was a big, big dick. So I want to apologise um, to the... No, I would, on, no, no, on air, I would like to apologise to these guys for wasting their what? time. But oh, we mate, are now back on track. That is 16 minutes I'm never going to get back. Oh, no. But um, the thing is, the, the good thing is we've now had a rehearsal, which means that the conversation is going to move very, very flowingly. Oh. This is going to be better than National Public Radio. Um, you guys are going to enjoy it like you enjoy a good audiobook narrated by Stephen Fry. So please uh, tune in for the rest of the episode. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the, the well-rehearsed journey. And that's exactly what we do here on the Josh and Blake Late Night Show. We, uh, we like to rehearse our bits. We like, <laughs> we like to not take jabs at each other. And, and we like to um, not make niche like references make that the audience smoothly. won't understand. Well, exactly, Josh. And I think that's the thing is that I, I think um, that some of the, the morals of the Josh and Blake late night show that I appreciate the most are uh, the fact that you are constantly on the ball. You are constantly with something to say, but not so much that you ever. Uh, uh, is he listening to the same show? I uh, oh sorry, I was thinking of the maybe pile. The maybe pile. Oh. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, please go and type into SoundCloud after you finish this episode, of course. And type in the maybe pile, and you will discover a wonderful podcast that has four entire episodes uh, by uh, Christopher. You know, now, I've, no, just no, no, beat, I've just got to beat Josh to the punch here. Oh. I know that that was a personal reference, but I think the thing about that personal reference is that I didn't make it six more times in the same minute, which is what I did the last time oh, we, hey. we recorded look, this. So, look, I've got to say, Harry, maybe you'd have more than four episodes for the maybe pile if you um, just if you just happen. churned out shit like Blake and I did. Well, look, I wasn't going to say it. 
Uh, <laughs> the Maybe Pile was a collection of discrete bits that uh, were very well yeah, executed. Actually, they were really well edited together. Really? Oh, that yeah. was me. That was all me. Oh, Chris, we gotta Chris start can't use that. a computer, so. Um, we got to start. We got to change our whole formula. Yeah. How what? else can we beat Harry at his own game? But do you know? Oh, okay, um, dear listeners, um, can you stop turning the microphone? Can I say? Well, can no, I, say, I turn wait. it towards me because you guys are talking shit, and I want to kind of take control of it. Look, Sorry, I just, don't want to hear what you have to say, but I've got to say this. Um, that this is kind of like you remember watching Disney Channel, no. and you'd watch Hannah Montana, and was, there'd be like a crossover <laughs> we episode. Didn't have with and I was Coke. homeschooled. We only watched Veggie Tales. Duh. Whoa. Mm. Um. So <laughs> my <laughs> reference just, is I fucking just blew mm. Blake's joke. Well, yeah. Look, uh, Josh so, it probably wasn't gonna be funny anyway. So. Um, dear listeners, well. um, I discovered today. <laughs> I'm not um, gonna be a dick. I'm not gonna be episode. a dick this time. So just some general housekeeping. Um, I discovered today. Uh using our stats um, that we have broken uh, 200 streams on our f- on our pilot episode, which is massive. So thank you to everyone who's listened to the pilot episode. Um, I appreciate that that's the one that people go straight to, and I just don't think we really realised that before we actually started. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not our best, but it's 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 okay. But also on and top of that... And people just go straight to it. We literally have 200 streams, which is ridiculous. We have 200 people who have listened to a or at least loaded it up. Which it's dumb. It's, it's us just talking in a room to each other and it's just our friendship. And we talk about this all the time and how crazy it is that people are actually sitting there and listening to it. And I have people actually messaging me and being like, hey, when's the next episode out? I'm looking forward mm. to it, which is crazy. Um, you know, and... Um, Did Blake want to suck his dick a little hard? Well, I was going to uh, say, Blake, you're doing a really good job. I was just going to say, when I started a SoundCloud account, at one point I posted a cover of the song Let It Go from Frozen. Oh, yeah. But it was in a male, like, my voice. Um, so it was a male singing it. And I got 600 streams on that. Mm. Don't know where they came from. Uh, I don't know why so many people... 600 five-year-olds. 600 five-year-olds going, well, I hope uh, this Australian guy, 13-year-old, is a good singer. And then apparently mm. they liked it enough to not immediately click off, thus negating their, their stream count. Mm. So, uh, anyway, enough about me. Um, do you want to know where the country stats are at at the moment? Uh, yeah, right. Um, so, we have 78 streams from the United States. I've 18 from Thailand. I've heard of these places. 3 from Canada, 3 from Ireland. 3 from Ireland? 2 from India. No, that's... Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two from uh, United Kingdom, two from Germany, two from Vietnam, one from Argentina, Spain, Lithuania, uh, Mauritius, Ecuador, and Trinidad and Tobago. So we are you know, having. I'm surprised. A very I'm surprised you don't have um, more streams from the UK. I feel like your brand of humour is far more suited to the UK than it is to the United States. Yeah, and I've got to say, those testicles, wait, America. Genuinely, I've got to say. <laughs> That this formula is a far better formula than what we were trying to do previously. I really like the idea of just reading out our stats. Well, <laughs> instead of here's the thing. How? Well, no. Give me the biggest thing. Josh, I think the thing with your podcast is well, that now. Do you have point, anything interesting? I don't. Excuse I don't. me, gentlemen. Let me talk. The, <laughs> I just come into your house and record a podcast. What do you do? Huh? I think the Wait thing about next week. the thing huh? about the stats is that you you at this point in the you know seven episodes in you're doing quite well for yourselves. Um, I mean technically you're more episodes than that in. Um, I think the the thing is that you have to build re- repeat listeners rather than the once off because a pilot is good for a once off yeah. but you might not get people coming back. If you're mentioning those twelve people, however many people in Thailand, yeah. that's a good point. They, yeah, then then those Thailand words. listeners go, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and then this prick comes <laughs> on and racially abuses us. So sorry to the Thailand listeners. Um, you oh. guys probably won't stick around for much longer. But at least uh, we got the. Well. At least at least Trinidad is still on it. <laughs> and Tobago. And Tobago. Can you do a Trinidadian? <laughs> Trinidad. A Trinidadian. Uh, yeah. All right. Here we Trinidad-y. go. Trinidaddy. That's all right. Here's my impression of a man from Tri- uh, Trinidad. Oh man, I'm I'm from Trinidad, boys. <laughs> that made me laugh harder than anything that has been said um, tonight. So Harry, um, in the last botched episode, you presented to us a game, um, and I'm I am curious as to what that is. <clears throat> well, I've got to give a little bit of context, perhaps, okay. because the game did lead on from a conversation we were having about how I've complimented Blake a lot more publicly than I have complimented Josh, despite being very good friends with both mm. of them. No, um, and we got no. us talking about masculinity and about how. Sometimes men are very afraid to show their emotions. So what I thought we might do is um, we can just go around the circle. Uh. 
and perhaps each one of us can just give a compliment to one oh, of the other two, oh, to, to the oh, other oh, two, right? So, so, so make it something that actually has some some uh, some feeling to it, um, and actually has some sincerity to it, um, because I think that would just be really nice for the listeners. Give them a little bit of wholesome content on their evening, whether they're listening to this as they go to sleep. They might be, you know, kind of interested with um with with what we might have to say about mm. each other, because you know, men in this I society, like this we don't talk enough, especially with, with there's a lot of conversation happening at the moment about gender identity and about sexuality, especially with the plebiscite site happening we've um, never talked about this can we can we have a conversation about the plebiscite just quickly uh we don't i really don't want to do that but the thing is um uh joke, that, that, about yeah i know i know that's cool. right the toxic the, the toxic masculinity thing is a very is a very pertinent issue at the moment and i was just thinking we might be able to compliment each other so okay. perhaps josh you give blake and i a separate compliment oh. um and then we'll go around and you know maybe maybe share a little bit of their thoughts on each other blank I'm wearing two hats right now. Blake is wearing two hats. A bit of a visual joke for you. We'll put that on the Instagram. Boy, you guys have an Instagram? No, You guys really get some more social media presence uh, going on. Yeah, no, we need a Facebook. Here's me taking a photo of me wearing two hats. Oh, wow. Uh, You guys, watch out for this one. uh, Posted simultaneously uh, to this podcast. And beautiful. Cool. All right, so... Okay, uh, here's here's my compliment. Blake, you've got got very nice eyes. That was going to be mine. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Harry. Oh, yes. Oh, that was it. No, hold up. So, Blake, you have very nice eyes. Thank you. Harry. Moving on. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. the that's the joke, that guys. The, that, that was, was the, the cheapest oh, shot. That was the cheap ever. shot. Oh, wait, I, I wait, planned that gosh, in my can brain can you before I... No. Ooh, Do you know right. why? Do you know why? This is coming from a place of hurt. This is coming from a place of hurt because Harry's never said a nice word about it. On well, social media. Well, here's the thing. On here's social the thing. media. This is the conversation that See, fucked up Josh, our last episode. Josh, here we go. Josh, here's the thing. I think the fact that I've set this whole bit up might mean that there's a compliment coming your way. So, okay, okay. how about we head on to Blake uh, now? No, 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 no. I want to be and genuine because, now. Just because now Josh has me maybe, feel like maybe, We need to restart the episode. Well, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Josh, you just... Uh, oh. You just had the opportunity to give uh, me a compliment, hoping that perhaps that karma might come back around to you, meaning that I would then say something nice. But because you've kind of implied that you don't have anything nice to say about me, perhaps I won't be so polite and, and kind in, in my compliment to you. That's all I'm saying. I'm not alluding to anything just yet. Blake, it's your turn. Who am I complimenting? Uh, both of us. Oh. I've always appreciated, uh, Harry, your um, friendship. Uh, yeah, I've always appreciated... <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing, guys. Just for the <laughs> listeners at home, uh, Blake was just leaning as far away as he possibly could. I do that all the time. Shut up. From the microphone, trying to talk <laughs> on a podcast where we only have one microphone. Cool. So, um, um, just start your comment yeah, again. Think. Uh, I've always appreciated your friendship. Yep. Thank you. Um, and um, yeah, you just were good to me right from the start. I remember the first time I met you. And I oh, sorry, like, guys. Just to update you, Blake's just leaned back again. Uh, I, I remember like, the first time I met I you. I like this. <laughs> I remember the first time I met you. I was like, "Whoa, this guy's way cool, way older than me." Turns out he was, is cool, not way cooler, and not way older. Just a solid cool that I've always loved. He's I, just I here. Way cooler than me. Uh, yeah, you're just very good to me, mm-hmm. um, and I like your beard. Thank you. And now it's your turn to compliment Josh. Josh, uh, same goes. Um, we do a podcast together, which I think is a testament to my love for you. There's not many people that I could. Uh, not many people I could sit sit oh, in a room with um, alone uh, for an hour every Sunday or Monday night and just talk about our uh, political views. So what um, I find interesting about the fact that you guys spend so much time alone together is that you've never had sex, Blake. I would have to say that you are one of the most um, emotionally. Uh, Josh, you... <laughs> uh, no, Blake, you are a very emotionally open man, Thank and you. I really, really respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to be um, sometimes, and, and you very often are. You're a very clear communicator. You know what oh. you want, and you are very good at um, kind of explaining to someone um, <clears throat> exactly how you feel and exactly oh. what you want. Even if that sometimes makes things awkward, you you would rather not sit in the silence um, and have something unspoken. Well, I've never had an awkward moment in my life. Well, that's good, but I think that's but I think that's because you battle through. Sorry. Oh, it's funny because you uh, pissed your pants in grade five. No. I don't know. Um, um, what's the most awkward thing you just as quick? Most, note, awkward, what's the most awkward thing, thing that ever I've ever done. Um, I um, once winked at a teacher, which was weird. Wow! Just like you know when you just like feel like winking, it's mm. like boom, yeah, just boom. There's that wink. Oh, 
Which yeah. teacher? I don't oh, know. Wait, you can't say their name. No, I can't say their name. But I think it was primary school, and I was just there. Old? And I was just like, boom, and they were like, like looking at me. Um, funny, any any like, old is too old. If you're in primary school, yeah. All right, I'm just watching. I don't know. I was a pretty. Yeah, I was a slayer in primary school. Uh, no, I'm waiting for my compliment. Well, no, first. we'll get there. But what's your, what's the most awkward thing you've ever Well, awkward, okay. Genuinely, here's a, here's a good story. <clears throat> so, set up for a bit. when I was um, in grade nine, um, uh, I was no, I was old. a very very shy grade eight slash grade nine kid. Didn't have that many friends. I was like, I just very bad at talking to girls specifically. I just very nervous around them. Mm. And I had a crush on this girl in my grade. <laughs> Right. Oh, I was yeah. about to say her name. No, yeah, don't say the name. Is this the one you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but that and doesn't sound very good on camera. <laughs> I mean, on. Uh, we're back. Yeah. And we're back. Josh, what's the most awkward thing you've ever done? <laughs> Besides touch. We're back. Um, so, oh, so, Chris, so, so, anyway, we're back. Josh, what's the most awkward thing you've ever done besides? Um, <laughs> and we're back. Jack, you guys. And we're back. Josh, what's the most awkward thing you've ever done? <laughs> well, gee, Harry, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot that to choose from. That wasn't what he was from. talking about. The oh, year yeah. nine thing wasn't what he was sorry, talking about. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so year nine. Harry, um, so. Uh, basically, there was a girl I had a crush on, mm-hmm. um, and I talked to her like once, and all my friends wanted me to ask her out. They wanted to set me up for failure, I suppose. But we'll see where this story takes us. Mm. Um, Strap yourselves in. I'm I'm ready to like I'm they're, they're looking around for her at lunch. I'm trying to get anywhere else, um, and they find her and they like kind of get her to sit down with them, and they call me over to to get me to ask her out, right? So I kind of walk up real awkwardly and I'm just standing there while she's like sitting down on the ground. And I'm like, I'll make it, make up a name, Patricia. I'm like, hey, Patricia. And and she uh, she looks at me and then looks down and then puts headphones in and pretends she didn't hear me. Oh, man. Oh. And I just felt that. That really shriveled up, shriveled up your balls. It, it did, it did. It did shrivel. And that's why I still have ball problems to this day. Um, Thanks, up. Patricia. Thanks, Patricia. So, um, and I was awkwardly left standing there while all my friends were around, kind of giggling. To wow, them. that's rough. I didn't think that story mm. was going to be such a bummer. Love me some toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. Um, and there was there was more to it. Um, that I heard like because, um, I heard later that day that she was in a classroom with some other friends of mine. And the the uh, one of this this dude was just like, "Oi, did you actually um, did you actually uh, that ginger dude? Did he actually ask you out?" And she was she was like, "No, oh, I don't want to talk about oh, it." Oh man! <laughs> so that that's that such a bummer, this, man. That's the most awkward thing that's ever happened to me. Besides, um, this other time, when <laughs> yeah, okay, so I was seven or eight, I think. Yeah. Um, I had diarrhea. Yeah. I had diarrhea. Have this is one of those this is one of those stories. And um I was going up to see my nonna. We lived in um we lived down the range at the time and nonna lived in town and we were going up to see my nonna. And um on the way, like we were in town and I was like, Dad, I I need to go because I had diarrhea and he's like, Oh no. So he goes to and he pulls into this red rooster and um asks if I can use the public bathroom there. So they get the key, and I go use, and I go into the toilet, and I am there shitting for forty minutes. Oh. For forty minutes, and eventually, Dad comes in. He'd been checking on me like every ten minutes or so, being like, "Josh, you're right, mate." And then after forty minutes, he came in and he said, "Josh, look, we won't be going to Nonna's anymore, but just when you're done here, we'll head back home." <laughs> so we literally <laughs> left home for a half an hour trip uptown to see Nonna. And because I took so long <laughs> shitting, for you to do a big shit in Red Rooster. In Red Rooster. Because I took so long shitting, that was oh, the wow. whole point of oh, my. That's amazing. Yeah. When you do things in Red how Rooster. Was your, you how was your Red Rooster it? afterwards? Oh well, Dad didn't actually buy it for me, so I was very sad. I mean, your your Red Rooster. Oh, my Red Rooster. Oh, I get it. Anyway, so it would be red. Um. um so, 
Are we still doing that complimenting thing? Because I got a story. Oh sure, yeah. Um, so Blake, what was yeah, my compliment? I haven't given you one yet. Um, Josh, I haven't given you one. I'm, well, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm the bigger man. I would like to give you a compliment. I'm gonna be the bigger man because I could take the easy route and I could, you know, do something nasty and make a bit of a joke for a cheap laugh, but I don't think cheap laughs are ever worth long-term emotional trauma. So, oh, wow. um, I uh, <laughs> would say, Josh, that you are probably one of the most talented people I have ever met. Um, I think that one of your your big uh, kind of draw cards and one of the one of the things that I admire about you the most is your determinedness and um, your your total uh, ability to just give it a go and to, and to have a crack and um, I just creatively it's, it's a very rede- uh, redeeming thing for you to, to for you to have under your belt is this this attitude where you just go for things and you don't get prissy about it and you don't make other people feel strange about asking you to do things you just do things and and um you have a good time doing them and and as a result you're a very uh, creatively uh fulfilled person i feel oh oh anyway. that's very nice i feel like an arsehole oh that's right but thank you that's thank right. you very much um what i was going to say it was going to be um it was going to be a compliment on a more it's not like the biggest thing that i love about you but it's more it was just more a thing I was going to say that I really like the way you speak and always have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a very nice, flowy kind of... It's just a nice voice, nice way of speaking. Thank you. That's just very calming and good. Well, I'm sure you get that compliment a lot, not even necessarily about the stuff that you talk about, but just how you talk because you've got quite a low-set voice. Whereas my, I've always been quite self-conscious of my slight nasality and, and it's not super high, but I, I do tend to sit on the higher end of things and I don't have a nice, lovely, booming voice like you do, but... Um, that is a very kind well, of I think that say. your um your voice is just this. Well, it, it's a very kind well, of like host. Here's voice, the way I see. It. You know here's I mean. the way I see it. I'll never sound like Josh, but at least I don't sound like Blake. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, so good. Actually, Are on that topic, on, on that oh, topic, yeah, I've, can I? Dicks I'm just taking. Pants, I'm just oh. dicks back in the pants. Yeah. Um, I'm that. Uh, you speak about talking because something that has always been a massive um aspiration of mine. I tend to have a lot of things that I kind of, you know, would love to dabble in one day. But one of the biggest things that I've always been really interested in is, is public speaking and particularly mm. kind of motivational speaking and all that kind of stuff. And and um, what's always kind of held me back from that is that I don't really have a story to share necessarily. But I just love, I would just love to be able to, you know, have people think about things. And I love TED Talks. TED Talks have mm. been my favorite, one of my favorite things to watch for years. And I will just watch them. Uh, you know, for hours at a time, um, just because it's people who have knowledge in their brains, whether it's emotional, whether it's academic or anything else, um, and it's them sharing it and in a very kind of, in, it's almost a one-on-one thing, even though it's a big crowd. So mm-hmm. my question is, uh, if you were to do a TED Talk of your own, what do you think, at least at this stage in your life, the topic of your choice would be? If you were given an opportunity to uh, talk about anything you want... This delves little deeper into the personalities of josh and blake isn't it well i'd just be i would like to answer that yeah um i think the one that came to my head straight away um because i was thinking about it's like oh what do i do at this moment it's like things like career wise i don't feel as if i would have anything substantial to say that someone else couldn't right or i just prefer not to comment it'd be like that Mm. but (laughs) the thing that popped into my brain was um emotional stability and being like kind of just having a discussion about psychology and being okay with the emotions that you feel Mm -hmm. and just talking about them from my perspective and sort of what I've picked up along my kind of years and more aimed towards like specific problems that I see in young people often and specific like kind of trends or patterns of ways that they will then spiral down and just to acknowledge that and then Mm. discuss it. Yeah. Uh, What about you, Blake? Um, Do your talk on. I would honestly, um, the first thing that popped in my mind was, um, no surprises, um, mental health mm-hmm. and my own kind of, um, <coughs> journey, I guess, through that kind of, through my experiences with mental health. Um, and just kind of how I've got to somewhat of an other side, which not everyone reaches and just, yep. Yeah. That's I don't know. That's probably about it. I probably hammer on about that way too much in my own personal life, um, but yeah, that's probably my topic. Cool. Yeah. What would you? Um, mine would probably be um, this kind of attitude that it's, it's. I would say I've adopted it, but it's not really. It's it hasn't really been a conscious thing until recently. It's just something that I've kind of 
found myself falling into is I um, generally the way that I operate is that I will do something before I think about it mm. uh, because I know from experience that if I think about things too much I have a very high tendency to talk myself out of them and um, I guess something that I've really embraced especially this year I've been on I guess a gap year of sorts um, where I've had a lot of free time and had a lot of creative and, and intellectual freedom where I've just kind of done things to say that I've done them and I'm so grateful that nothing's crashed and burned. Something is eventually going to crash and burn but it's been a really gratifying thing to be able to do and to, to you know, come out of this year knowing that I've done so much um, off my own steam and just because I've said yes to things and because I've just said I can yeah, do that. Yeah, it's a good feeling, eh? Yeah, and yeah. it's really, really nice. And, you know, and, and thinking about things is good sometimes. Sometimes you have to think about things and sometimes you have to go to uni for something or sometimes you have to do this course or do this or whatever, but sometimes you can just do things and I think that's something that people forget a lot and I think I'd like to... <clears throat> to um i would if i were to do a ted talk i'd probably do that i know um there's this guy um uh what's his name there's a motivational speaker he's, he's this like totally um he's really quite high profile um i think his name's guy and he's got this strange last name that ends in chuck do, you, do either of you, you guys know him? Uh, either way the people listening will probably know him um and know who i'm talking about if you don't whatever there's this guy who he's basically built himself on motivation and on and on um this whole idea he's he's got this whole thing about suffocating excuses um and suffocating bullshit and the the kind of things that um stop us the most can tend to be uh, ourselves and how we kind of second guess ourselves and and his whole philosophy is that you've got to you've got to stop those excuses and you've just got to dive in and do things and if that diving in is diving in and and learning a craft through university or whether it's just diving in and, and doing whatever he, he it's, it's a really really powerful uh, philosophy to me um is this idea that you can just get in and do something and, and another day that you spend not doing it is another day wasted mm. um and um he's he's entirely against complacency and that's something that i yeah. totally relate to is like the number of people that i've that i've met um especially in the creative world because mm. um creativity isn't so clear-cut and art isn't so clear-cut where um, you know, in something like business or finance, you can, you, if you want to go into that, or even medicine and, and learning to be a doctor, you know, that's pretty clear cut. It's like, you go to this school, you learn this, you do this, and then you become a doctor. Whereas with art, it's like, well, I don't know, I might write a song and it might do mm. well or it might not. And that's the kind of thing where um, the, the, really the worst thing that you can do is is just not do it. Yeah. And um, complacency is like the worst feeling as well. It is. And it's, and it's, it's something that I'm so afraid of is, is becoming just nothing and, and just being like well it's not going to work so why would I do it mm. so I would rather it not work and say that I did it anyway and than ever say I didn't do something because of mm. the fear that it might not yeah, work yeah that's fantastic and I have to constantly kind of fight that fear um, and so that's probably what I would talk about that was a very long winded answer no, also no, this no, is no. so not funny this no, no it doesn't have to be but um, very much if, if oh, mate, bliss, yeah. mate like seriously um, it started off as being like a little bit more serious, but there has been some episodes where we've just thrown ourselves at a wall and just been like, ah, 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 ah. Um, but no, it's good to kind of hark back to a bit of more. So yes, that's the that's TED talks, and it's like it's interesting because like in terms of what you said earlier about me and things like that, I kind of you know how they, they ladies always... and gentlemen, it's now time for this emergency segment where Blake uh, puts on deodorant. Are we ready? Uh, here's another little. Oh, there you go. Hopefully, hope that one was picked up. There you go, that one was for the microphone. Uh, for all you asthmatics out there. Sorry, <laughs> apologies for the brief interruption. Back to you, Josh. Um, so in terms of talking about like people who, I guess, I don't know, there's this concept that people have where it's just like um, you always got to have someone to chase. In, in, if you want to mm -hmm. like get somewhere, you always got to have like the goal of like a person to chase. And I remember like someone talking... Because I used to watch a lot of Oscar speeches and Matthew things like that. Yeah, and he was just like, the person I chase is me in 10 years' time and yep. things like that. I don't really have a person I chase, but I there's do. definitely people that I have to keep me in check. I do. People that I keep up with, right? Yeah. Um, and you're one of the people that I keep up with. Yeah. I want to keep up with you I... because of the fact that the more that you... Like, Spirits this year and things like that. Harry um, wrote a play called Spirits. <laughs> I directed a play. Yeah, I co-wrote co a play. A play. Um, I helped. Um but I in kind did. of, like, I, like I, I, I co-wrote, like um, but um, basically seeing you this year outside of a university setting, do so many different creative things mm. and push yourself to get them kind of done 
and do them well has been um, a very good thing to see. But it's also a thing that kind of like keeps me on the ball in terms of like, yeah, that's why I kind of over these holidays when uni's not on, need to go away and write a play. Uh, That's why I need to do things because I don't want to end up not kind of having anything to offer. Yep. Um, And especially having, the worst thing is like, I don't, I don't want to have nothing to offer when it comes to like, when I collaborate with other people as well, I want to have these things. It's like, here's what I do. Here's what you do. And now we can actually collaborate. It's not so much a competitive thing, but it's more like a thing of, if there's someone that's at my age, you, in the industry that's doing these specific things, then what makes me someone that other people like that people want to listen to? There, right? there, there are three people that I chase. Or want to Wait, keep I'm going I want to get back to the, the yeah, yeah, sorry, there, but yeah, um, there are three people, and it's you two. There's probably more, but there's uh, there's influences, right? But there's, as far as people that I chase and want to keep up with, um, it's, it's you two and um, Zoe, who I, who, mm. who I write with, um, who I have written with. Uh, like to see her as a someone who I want, uh, like I I, I want to collaborate with for the rest of my life. Um, and I I, I think I have the three of you for different reasons. Josh, mm. because you're at university and you're kind of already in that kind of academic realm of theatre, which I am not in. Harry, because you've professor spirits and you're kind of um, independent when it comes to that kind of thing. And Zoe, just because she's infinitely smarter than myself. <laughs> she's um, infinitely smarter than anyone. Um, so, and like the three of you kind of like, it's constant. It's, and it's not, it's not a, oh fuck, gotta beat that person. Mm. It's a, am I doing as well as, am I doing as well as, am I doing as well as, and then if I'm not, then I'm like, okay, cool, bring myself up. Well, what yeah. do I do? Yeah, bring yeah. Myself up. Um, just on Which the, is, it's, I never thought about it that way. But as soon as you said that piece of people that I chase, immediately you three popped in. On that idea of like, um, academic versus independence versus um, well yeah just what you were saying Josh about um, you spending your holidays writing a play and that kind of thing I think university is a really useful thing uh, to figure out what you want to do with your life yes because you do what you want to do with your life on your days off mm. and if that is preparing for the next day on mm. then you found the right thing yeah if it's something completely different and I think that's that's my big worry is that if i were to go to university at least in this in this coming year or in the space that i am in now i would constantly be chasing or or looking forward to that day off or that holiday Mm. time where i can do what i've been doing this whole year yeah Yeah. and i think i i mean i just want and desire and hope so much that i'm able to continue doing this and what i've done this year as my job because really the only reason you go to university is for the job afterwards. Yeah. And if I can get that job in the next three years, then I'm in the same place mm. three years from now as if mm. I would have been. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's a good philosophy, right? I've, yeah. I've got to sort of like... So in terms of what made me want to go to uni this year, it was a, it was a big thing because it was like I was very much set on having a, a gap year. I auditioned for QT because... It's it's hailed as like the fucking place to go, right? And it, it, I don't. That's know. on their that's on their billboard. Yeah, the, the fucking, fucking place, place to go. Yeah. Um, and um, when I didn't get into QT, I was kind of like, okay, th- my year is going to be having a gap year and working on stuff that I want to work on. Um, but I quickly realized that working a job that I didn't love yeah. with a work like in a workplace that I didn't love either with people I didn't really love. Yeah. It made me miserable in a... Like, it made me miserable being there. And I worked on a lot of songs on my on my holidays, so that was good. And I was like, I had the creative outlet. But I realised that I wouldn't be happy having a gap year if I was working a job like that. And if I go to university, the government kind of supports me for three years. Mm-hmm. In those three years, I get two holidays that are four-month holidays. Mm. So I get eight months of paid writing time, eight months of paid creative time where I don't have to... Because, like, um, I needed a, a source of income. So that's like that was a big reason why I went to uni. And it may seem like, oh, it's just like, oh, so you're only going for the, for like the government support. But it's I'm also studying in an area and getting skills in an area 
that will improve everything else I'm doing. So it's like those two things combined makes university kind of the best setting yeah. for me to create at this moment. And then on top of that, I don't know where I'd be without having the community around me that mm. I do. If yeah. I don't have a community of like-minded theatery people, um, I I think a big reason for why I'm so on top of my shit and why I'm so like good at managing how I am is because of the people I have around me. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So. I think the thing is, um, I uh, just totally lost my train of thought and I was going to say something really smart and it's gone now. But, um, oh, I'm so lucky in so many different ways. Mm. Um, the fact that I can make money doing music, which is something that I just adore doing and it never feels like work. The fact that I can do that is fucking insane. Um and so when I say doing things is great and I don't want to go to university, it's an entirely personal thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because there are some people who are in my same position of being this age and being in this kind of realm that just aren't able to make money off doing what I do. Mm. And um, I'm so, so infinitely lucky and luck plays a big part of it and I definitely don't discredit that. And it's not... I, I, don't, I don't want to come off as though I'm saying that I did all of this myself and mm. that anyone can do what I did because not everyone can do what yeah. I did because not everyone is as lucky as I am. But I, I, I think that if I can use my luck and use the situation that I am in as some form of inspiration for people like Blake or yeah. anyone else like that. And that you always have been. That where, you know, luck luck influenced me. But there was also a lot of hard work and there is a lot of... I, I find... Now I'm just sounding like a wanker because I'm talking about myself. But... Um, I've definitely always been driven and um, am really, really set on this lifestyle that I'm living and, and set on making the most of my time and doing as much as I can and, and mm. getting as much experience as I can. Um, but, um, yeah, that was just something I was going to say was that luck is also a big, big part of it. And yeah. I, and I should I, probably I, I mention feel, that. No, I, yeah, and I feel the same way as well. Um, I, I kind of feel as though... I mean, I'm still in high school this year, and um, it's no secret to those who know me that high school has been, this last year, has been one hell of a ride, um, and hasn't been wonderful for a large portion of it. Um, the end of this year has been fantastic, um, and I, I can attribute that to a lot of opportunities that I've had, um, but some of the greatest work that I've ever done, some of the stuff I'm most proud of, has been created in times where I am busy. I'm overwhelmed with work, um, schoolwork and stuff. Um, like, um, Zoe and myself won a playwriting award, uh, like, uh, for a play that we just kind of wrote in our spare time during, Woo! during school time, you know, like, and, mm. and things like that. And I find that drives me having something else to do that I enjoy. It kind of drives me. And when I don't have anything, when I don't have things that I have to do around me, I feel like I don't have that same drive. Uh, which is kind of why I dread school holidays to a point. Because mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's just chill out. Let's do nothing. Mm. Even though I should be doing But your Christmas break's stuff. fucking brilliant. Yeah. Because you get an amazing four weeks. Oh, yeah, I get a pretty good beach. holiday. Oh, yeah, I, I go to the beach. And that, yeah, you and need that. Like, I, know, I need that's, that, and it's that's a good time. reset. It's yeah. a good reset, but at the same time, I'm like, I really just want to be creating stuff. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Um... We should do our game. Yay! We love our games. Um, Here at the, 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 the also, I was trying very hard to edit a photo that said the fucking place to be on a QUT billboard. billboard. But the the app that I always use for editing has just deleted itself from, off my phone. Like, here's the thing: I think you probably don't have to do that during the podcast. No, I just <laughs> I was just very keen on it. That is pretty Harry. funny. That is pretty funny. That you're right. It's well, the fucking place to be. But um, don't worry about it too much for now, pet. Um, pet. Let's play our game. What the fuck? <laughs> it's his new pet name for you. Great. It's literally. I'll start. <laughs> All right. Um, um, wait. You. you do you need to fill so, people in on what the game is? Uh, wait. You call me pet. Can I call you something like? I'll never call you pet again. <laughs> oh, that's a funny word. Yeah. You're gonna have yeah, to bleep. search through and bleep Blake. He's dug your own grave. Anyway. Um, <sighs> Are you going to explain the game? or which Yeah, no, uh, so as if you have listened to this uh, podcast before, um, we often play a game called Two, Two Truths, Truths, One Fake, fake news. news. So um, it's 
Um, One fake news. Yep. It is um, just... Uh, it, it's a game where we read out... Um, news article headlines and two of them are true one of them we have made up and the game is to guess them um so uh, who wishes to start? oh i would like to go i would like to go first okay so ready Uh, here's josh okay article one dozens of octopuses crawl onto welsh beach in end of days scenario that's bullshit it's meant to be octopi that journalist should not have their degree anyway um Teen who just turned 18 caught pissing on statue near the cube. That is... Uh, and article three, diet to boost gut health developed by Perth researchers. I'm going to say... Oh, so the, the joke... Yeah, the I joke just, we is... just had a laugh because I'm a teen who just turned 18 who did in fact have a piss walking home from the cube. Actually, I might not have told you guys that bit, but I did do that. Not on a statue. It wasn't that fancy. Um, These reporters are quick. <laughs> yeah, um, but I uh, think that that one's actually real. I so. would say that it. Look, the octopus is, is fucking me over because that journalist shouldn't have a job, and this guy would wouldn't. I think I feel like if he's just typing it out or just thinking of it on the spot, he wouldn't like he wouldn't be like octopus. Like he'd be like octopuses, and then he wouldn't be have the moment the chance to be like, oh fuck no, octopi. I meant octopi. So he couldn't like go back on himself. So it's possible there could be that one. But the last one, what is the last one? I think I it was the di- di- diet di- to boost, boost gut health, health developed by Perth research. I think that's the lot. Li- I think that's the I... Do you want to go with that being a lot? I look, the worst that can happen is that I lose. I'm going with the third. The, the gut uh, health. I'm going I'm really innocuous. I'm going with the second. The teen pissing on the, the pissing. That sounds like something the Chronicle would publish though. That's the thing. So They wouldn't say piss, man. I don't know. Go, yeah, what is it? What is uh, it? The lie is uh, teen who just turned 18 caught pissing All on right. a statue near the cube. All I right. actually didn't have it written down, and this is the challenge I set myself every single week. Dozens of octopuses? Yeah. What the fuck? No. This is the ABC. Wait, the ABC but, don't know wait, how don't have The challenge I set myself, the way I do it every week is I basically, it's the least effort thing ever. I open up my yeah, ABC yeah. app, I look at recent stories, I pick two of them that sound weird, and then I make up one in my head and say it on the spot. I chose funny ones. When I say it on the spot, see, that's the scary part for me. It's like it's like when you know, you're know you having a wank and you call Isn't out it? mum just before you're about to come, suicide and it's the wank. suicide wank, yeah. right? It's like that, but with um, two news, one fake news. Alright, anyway... Um, Two truths. Uh, um, sorry, you. I'm going to go. Okay, my three head, my three headlines. Now, uh, okay, uh, the first one is, I've got no bins to hold me down. That's the first headline. Second headline, missing element in peanut butter battle. Right. Third, uh, third headline, and this one, techn- this kind of has to be visual. Imagine that I'm doing air quotes. Large hadron collider actually worked. It's the first one's a lie, I think. I've got no bins to hold me I've down. got no bins to hold me... Why the fuck would that be a... No, it's the... It is the last one. Large Hadron Collider actually worked. Yep. That's... Yeah, quotes. And you're, you're believing missing, peanut, uh, missing element in a peanut butter battle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the fake news was, in fact... I've got no bins to hold me down. Yeah. Congratulations, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was, there needed to be some context to that. Well, uh, I, I did actually hear a story about um, today. There is a, 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 a... In Sydney, I think, or in the surrounding area, um, there's this village-type new developed area of, of apartments, um, mm. which has streets that run through this kind of area. Except the streets are too narrow for garbage trucks. And so everyone's bins, they've been shafted, um, and everyone has to bring their bins out right to the end of the street. But that means that all these other houses are having bins put mm. out of their, their, their fronts. Fuck. Um, because some developer didn't think about garbage collection. Shafted. I think it's just stupid. Cool. Anyway, like, All right, my three. Uh, article number one. Uh, I've also got air quotes, so you'll, you'll hear them. Article number one. Tiny kitten needs a butthole, <laughs> and the cat rescue group is trying to help. <laughs> Article number two. Ouija board says, "Look out for the truck. An ice cream truck comes through window." Article <laughs> number three. This alien infested. Why do all of yours have air quotes? <laughs> this alien infested desert ranch, desert ranch, can be all yours for five million dollars. 
Okay, the second one's fake. Can you read the first one again? Tiny kid. No, that one's real. What was the second one? Ouija board says, look out for the truck. That's and something ice that cream would... truck comes through. Window. I'm also going for the second one. That's something that Blake Cohenhouse would come up with. Yeah, that's fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Though. Why? Why is look no, out, I like look the out. use of all the air quotes? I think I think the thing is that if you were using your Ouija board and it got to the end of the sentence, look out, you probably wouldn't keep going. You'd probably take uh, that as the full message. Look out for truck. As look, truck. Just look out. How ironic! Look out for ice cream truck. <laughs> but no, there is a tiny kitten. It was that just needs a too convenient. It was too convenient. Needs a butthole. But the kitten butthole was actually it was too funny to not be real. Yeah, needs right. a butthole. Blake Hornhouse isn't that comedically talented. Wow. Oh, Ooh. he went there. That he was a there. kick in my butthole. He hasn't been hurt that much about his comedy since he was excluded from, from the, the voyage. Shindig. Shindig. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to. The- <laughs> All right, where uh, are we going from here? Uh, I think if you don't. If, Last week we uh, did this for Mark, but I mean we could finish up now because this is how long an episode I usually go for. But last week um, we asked um, our guest up. what um, oh. what would you like using a platform of this type, even though we don't reach that many listeners or whatever. But what is something you would like to say, being a member, being a guest of the the Josh and Blake Late Night Show? What 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 is anything you you've been wanting to talk about? Um. I'd like to discuss. Well, I'd like to bring up the fact that uh, the bourgeoisie. You have to make it about the bourgeoisie, don't you? You took my. You took my segment where I was allowed to say whatever I wanted, and you took. You made it about the bourgeoisie. This is the fourth time this week. Blake, where you've be, we've been recording a podcast, and you've brought up the bourgeoisie when I've just trying to been trying to share a good old whole hearty message. I just can't. I just can't. I, in fact, you know what? Fuck this podcast. You know what? I'm fucking. I'm out because here's the thing about you guys is that you don't respect what you've got right in front of you. All right, Blake. I can't believe you bring up the bourgeoisie once again. Josh, I just I just liked you better with short hair. He's, he's not going to be a, able to get out of that bathroom Is because it? the door's kind of like... It needs to be pushed over a bit more. Oh, yeah, he fucked up the so, door. So, uh, what Harry just did then was called a comedic bit. Yeah, so, uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening <laughs> to... Guys! <laughs> 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 he's very trapped. Guys! No, don't keep pushing it. Pull it this way. Um, what I'd like to say is I'd like to thank you guys very much for having me on because usually I don't have friends. <laughs> I like that too. That was fairly good. Um, so... Oh, wait, Harry walked into the bathroom before because he is in well, fact a piece well, of shit. Well, here's the thing. Because the door's fucked, I thought it was going to slam, but it didn't. It just went... <laughs> like a cat flap. Okay, cool. Um... Or, or a <laughs> flap. Am I right? Alrighty, there's another beat for Blake. All right. So, should we... Um, here's an offer. Do you guys want to pause the podcast, like, have 20 seconds of organisation for a character bit and just run a character oh, bit? Oh, let's do a character bit. Okay, yeah. Alright, cool. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, and so uh, we're, we, back. we're here and we're ready to uh, present to you a quickly um, thrown together character bit, uh, which we haven't done on the Josh and Blake Late Night Show for a little while, actually. Let's um, do a little bit of a quick songy character introduction. Oh, cool. Ready? Boots and cats. Are t- t- uh, ready? Mm-hmm. Do I start? No. I'm Gracie, the grocer. I'm Herbie, the homophobe. I'm Jason. I'm a mechanic. That's um, cool. So those are the characters we're working yeah, with today. Yeah. And what we've got here... Um, so we've written down... Uh, we all sorted out each other's characters and we've written down their one goal in life, right? So Gracie the Grocer um, has always wanted to own a grocery store. Very creative here. I, Jason the Mechanic, I've always wanted to be in a gay relationship. Uh, I, Herbie the Homophobe, uh, their life goal is to always vote no to everything, ever. Okay. 
Let's see how this pans out. Let's just set the scene. We're in the grocery store owned by Gracie the Grocer. I've already fulfilled my life's dream. What? You can't already have fulfilled your goal. Your character has no development. No, but that's... Maybe there's got to be some silver line. Let's yeah. stop. <laughs> Why are you so far away? <laughs> because my character's not quite oh, Okay, right I'm, Jason, I'm Jason the mechanic and I'm in the grocery store. Do, 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 do. I'm Jason the mechanic. I want to get some groceries and then go fuck my husband. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have one yet. It's, that's oh, fuck. I've got a fuck. I've got a. I've always wanted. Uh, excuse to me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Hi. Could, could I please help you? Are you a man who I could be in a gay relationship with? Because that's my main life goal. Boy, that's weird information to give to someone you've just met. My name's Gracie the Grocer. Hi, Gracie. What's your life goal to to do? <laughs> my life goal to do. Has always been to own a grocery store. And look at me now. Oh, well, there's no way that your character can develop any further. I hope someone comes in Gracie, to Gracie, can things. you please separate all vegetables uh, so they're all with a, a different vegetable that isn't their own vegetable? Because oh. that's too much like the gays. Who are you? My name's Jason the Mechanic. Who are you? Oh, I'm Herbie the Homophobe. My life goal is to always vote no to everything ever. Oh, no. Sounds like we're going to have a little bit of conflict, considering that my my main life goal, as Blake's written down here, is to always be in a gay... Always have a... Always be in... I can't read it from here. I was wanted to... I've always wanted to have a gay... Be in a gay relationship. Oh, no. That's me slapping you. Fuck, out. Oh, Herbie's... Always making me you know separate what's, the You know what's a bit ironic? Grumpy. You know, what, you know what's a bit ironic? The homophobe has a name that very much sounds like herpes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well maybe... What was that, Jason the Mechanic? I previously had a, had a gay lifestyle that, that, really, <laughs> that really affected me and my genitals. Um, do 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 Rick, Jason. Do 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 My name's Jason the Mechanic. Uh, hey, gro anyway, Gracie, it's time for me to buy some groceries. Okay, what groceries would you like to get today? Uh, just don't, don't worry about me. The ones in my me. fucking basket, you prick. <laughs> don't worry about me. Excuse me, I think that's a very rude way to treat, treat, uh, a yeah, service lady. Yeah, sounds bloody right, the gays, I tell you. Do 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 I'm Jason, <laughs> the mechanic. Hey, anyway, I'll pay for those now. Get your butthole but away I, from me. Oh, no, beep, I haven't even beep. scanned them yet. Oh, beep, well, that's the sound of you scanning them right now. do 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 do, do. I'm can Jason I, the Mechanic. Oh, uh, look, Herbie has asked me if I can scan your butthole. What? What? Oh, Herbie, How why dare. would you want that? No, it's not what I said. I'm leaving this grocery forever. Leaving this grocery forever? Does that mean I get to own this grocery? <laughs> I don't own... <laughs> Oh, this is, if this is your life goal, then As we now discover, it, Grace, Gracie is a grocer, but she does not own the grocery store. Herbie the homophobe owned it all along. Yes, it was I. And now Herbie is leaving, for I, Jason the mechanic, want to be in a gay relationship. And he, in his prejudiced mindset, cannot handle being in the same grocery Margaret store as me. Margaret Court was always my favourite tennis player. Do, 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 do. I'm Jason the mechanic. Hi, Jason. Welcome to Gracie's Grocer. Um, I don't know why it was named Gracie's Grocer when Herbie owned it. I think he fancied you. <laughs> he fancied me. Well, that's quite odd because I'm actually a man. Gracie's short for Greg. <laughs> Gregsie is my nickname. Hey, Gracie, you know what my life goal is? Do you remember from that conversation uh, we had? I think, wasn't it to be in a relationship with a man? Oh, do, 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 do. I'm Jason the Mechanic. Do you want to fuck? I would like to fuck. Oh no! That means that all of our characters' goals are fulfilled. Fuck! I'm so glad we went through that development. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Josh and Blake Late Night Show. Uh, we hope you had a good time listening. Uh, tune in next week for another episode. Uh, yeah, I love you. Um, we will... <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. bye.